she didn't even do any like cool flips or tricks. Like I just do not understand. Welcome to Her Sports Convo with Ashley Wilson. Hey y'all, welcome back. Crazy to see you here again. I hope you had a good week last week. I hope you have a good week this week. Summer's over, the Olympics are over, the time has come and passed, and I think we had a pretty good summer. I know if you're here from Instagram, you know I've been I've been slacking on the Instagram content, in my personal opinion, especially on the stories. I don't know the last time I've talked on a story, to be honest, but I've still kept the content going out. We had so much fun. July was like, I don't know, I went three different places we had a good time let me know what you did this summer because I felt like you know it was a good one it was a good time but now we're back basically on our grind but the Olympics it was if you follow on Twitter and you follow on Instagram you know I said like the Olympics was what we needed it wasn't what we expected but I feel like it's what we needed as you know a people as a sports people if I must say as you know you know America won in all the basketball events they won in three by three the men's and the women's basketball all gold let's go shout out to Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird for getting the most medals getting the most wins in the Olympics it was like their fifth Olympics which is wild and you know Sylvia Full, she's been in four like that's insane to go to like that many Olympics shout out to them but I'm I'm I was very impressed I do have to say the men's teams in the Olympics, I feel like they let us down. Like a lot of them, especially in track and field, they were like, oh, they're going to win. Oh, they're at least going to medal. And a lot of them didn't even get out of the like heats, the preliminaries, the preliminary, we're going to call them the prelims because that's a hard word for me to say. But they truly just couldn't get out of them, especially like the men's four by 100. Watch it when it was live and the guy, uh, the commentator man, I can't even think of his name. He was like, yeah, their legs just aren't special. Their legs aren't fast enough. I was dying. That was so funny. But I mean, they weren't because they were like in like sixth place and I don't know much about much but I'm pretty sure you can't get sixth place and try to you know compete for a gold medal especially sixth place in the like preliminaries when people aren't running their fastest and they really look like they were trying their little hearts out but it just didn't work out for them they did win the four by 400 and that was fun to see they won by like two seconds like that was insane like when you think about time like that in like real life time you're like oh two seconds that's not like that that's not that big of a gap but when you watch them especially when you watch the um women's four by 400 and you saw that they almost won by a total four seconds and you're like four seconds that isn't long but you saw that big gap between a thing mo and all the other people you're like oh four seconds is a long time so I feel like that was something very interesting to me um if you watched bmx cycling if you were a fan of our queen uh, hannah roberts you would have known she got her gold medal stolen from her because i don't watch a lot of like x games bmx not my vibe if y'all know some people that you know we can link up do a podcast episode with let me know i'm so interested in exploring that journey but she had the best one she was doing the flips she's doing the turns she's doing all the things and they gave her like a 96 and she went last in the first round and in the second round you know everybody else went again and they were just doing like little bike turn twists they didn't do any flips they didn't do any true tricks to me because I feel like if I don't watch it and I'm not interested by the things you do but the girl who goes last is she should win correct 
And this other girl from Great Britain, she went and then they gave her like a 97, a better score than our queen, Hannah Roberts. And she didn't even do any like cool flips or tricks. Like, I just do not understand. I do not understand how she got a better try. And if you watched again, you would saw that like Hannah was like, this is the best ride I ever did her first time. And then her next time out, she didn't even finish. Because I mean, once you do the best ride you've ever done in your life, anything else you do after that is just not going to hold up. So I wasn't even like mad at her for not even going because they cheated her out of her medal. And once they got done, you know, usually they like reshow whoever won and they reshow all the things, like especially in swimming, they reshow them going to the line again and stuff like that. They didn't even show Sis from Great Britain's ride because they knew that our Queen Hannah was cheated out of her opportunity for a gold medal. But shout out to Hannah. Shout out to her family because, you know, since the families and friends couldn't be there, they had like all those Microsoft surfaces and like shows and stuff. And all her family was like, you're a really gold medalist. You're our number one. And I was like... They're right because they really were right. Hannah was cheated. It she she was cheated. She was robbed. She was disrespected. And the BMX Olympic judging committee should be ashamed of themselves. If you guys also watched, I watched a little beach volleyball. Shout out to April Ross and Alex Kloss for winning the gold medal. You know, April Ross she did the Olympics with the stand, the queen Kelly Walsh Jennings, and this year she got that gold medal. She completed. The set, as they say, but I mean, I would rather have three gold medals than a gold, a silver, and a bronze, but live your life. It's more than I do. You go, queen. They won, and they were the A team, and the B team lost in the quarterfinals to Canada. I think it was Canada. I'm pretty sure it was Canada, but one of the, it was like the fifth set, not the fifth set, it's out, it's beach volleyball. It was the third set, and they lost, but like on one of the final points, the judge like they called it out like before review they called it out like on the play and USA those girls they challenged it and the VAR people said it was oh it was in Point America right the other team is going to challenge it as well and then the VAR people go like oh no now it's out like how can you do that how can you be like oh no 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 it's out now we we were confused we were confused now it's out so that was quite sketchy to me personally and they ended up losing and getting out at the quarterfinals but shout out to them they did great they like won all their games in the knockout rounds and they did great since we're on volleyball we're going to talk about indoor volleyball shout out to those women our queens our stands jordan lawson Foke. i'm not even going to try to say her last name but you know who you are girl Haley washington annie drews if you know you know they killed it. They got first place. They got that gold medal, that everlasting gold medal the women's volleyball program in the USA has always been trying to aspire to. It was a very interesting game. I was not too confident once they lost to the ROC slash Russia. I don't know why they kept saying, oh, the people of the ROC, the Russian Olympic Committee. Like, even though they're not representing Russia, the people are still Russians. So that was still kind of confusing to me. If you know about that, let me know. And on Instagram, if you're watching on YouTube, in the comments. Because that that really just, I was confused. But live your life, I guess. And they got smoked by the ROC. I was like, oh, this is not good. But they ended up turning it around. They beat Serbia by a lot. They came back and they beat the Brazilians by a lot. They smoked out 
the people from the DR, the Dominican Republic. So it was it was very good. I enjoyed watching them. Personally, I enjoyed watching them the most because their games came on at like 1030 and 1230. So, you know, it was late, but it wasn't like 4 a.m. If you know, you know, the gymnastics came on at 4 a.m. The track and field came on at like 6 a.m. every day, which was tough. It was real tough. That the, that the track and field stuff came on at 6 a.m. But I was there. I was there pretty much every day. I saw pretty much everything live. And I was excited. Like, there was so much to enjoy about the Olympics. Those were, like, my top things. Oh, I watched surfing. Shout out to our queen from Hawaii for winning the first ever gold medal in surfing. You go, gal. I was slightly confused on what was happening because, you know, I've never seen people compete surfing. The only thing I've seen is from the, like, Maverick movie. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. That's my whole encompass idea of what surfing is. And the Soul Surfer movie, the Bethy, Bethany Hamilton movie, that's that's about all I know from surfing. So, kind of confused. The, especially from the other girl from America. She was, like, not, like, act, it to me. To me, it did not look like she was actively trying to catch the waves and stuff. And I'm like... You're running out of time. You got to get your score up, but whatever. Time has passed. I don't even know if she got third or not. I don't think so. I don't know. Somebody look that up for me. I just don't care enough to look it up. The Olympics were fun, but we do need to take a moment and talk about NBC's coverage of this Olympics. It was a mess. It was a mess, 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 mess. Capital M E two S's. You can probably add 95 more to that because why? is your primetime coverage just replays of what happened at 6 a.m. this morning. But the stuff that comes on at 6 a.m. and 4 a.m., it doesn't come on TV. I have to watch it on the NBC app or the Peacock TV, which is just stupid. The Peacock TV app is stupid. Stupid. Like, why is it that I have to watch these things on these streaming services when you can just put them on TV because you're showing the Today Show at all the nine hours that today's show comes over and all they're doing is talking about the stuff that happened seven days ago. Like, they talked to, to them gymnast people every single day. Like, just show me the track and field so I don't have to watch it on my iPad, drain my iPad battery out, and then I don't have enough iPad battery to watch Love Island in the afternoon. Yes, avid Love Island out. If you listened to the last podcast episode with Robin, you would know Love Island UK is the way to go. But that was just ridiculous to me that all the good stuff you had to watch on the app, like the basketball, every single basketball game came up on the app. You couldn't watch it on TV except the last one. Like that is so ridiculous to me. I just don't understand. So if any of y'all by somehow know someone who works at NBC Sports or how they did their Olympic coverage, please send me their Instagram, their LinkedIn, their Twitter or something because I just really would like to know for my personal well-being why these choices were decided because it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it was nothing. You were putting a lot of stuff on TV, but you weren't putting the things that were live because especially since the Olympics were 13 hours ahead in Tokyo, like I'm not going to sit and watch Suni Lee win gold again after I know everyone talked about it because that's one of the things about live sports is that you want to watch them live like because you know someone else is going to watch them live and you're talk about it again and so maybe it's just me maybe it's just me that I am not going to watch something that I already know the result of because like with any show I watch we're gonna we're using Mass Singer for example big Mass Singer girl 
I don't go on the internet. I don't go on Twitter, especially if I know I'm like behind on an episode or two. I like mute the mass Singer, hashtag the mass Singer, all the different variations of that. So I don't know who went home. I don't know who was unveiled because that's going to make me not want to watch the episode because I already know what happened. And that's how I personally felt about the Olympics, the USA Olympic coverage. And it could have been better. I do appreciate how all the swimming was live because it could have been live because obviously, you know, it was like 90, 100,000 degrees in Tokyo during the Olympics. So it made sense why track and field couldn't be like live at nighttime because it was the middle of the day there and they would have literally died if they were running all those things all that time. But to wrap up our Olympic coverage talk, to put a nice little bow on it, my standouts from the Olympics, people I fell in love with are Raven Saunders. Shout out to her. I'm wishing her all the best, all the good vibes. If you heard her mother passed away before she could make it back home. That is just so sad. And while we're while we're on this, not not on like the death topic, but the people that, you know, their families couldn't come and their families could have stayed in like the Disney or Atlantic Resort and like watch the Olympics there. I wondered why they chose to do that. Because if they still had to watch the Olympics like I did on TV, like why wouldn't you just do that from the comfort of your own home? Because if it goes wrong, you got to still be sitting out there with like all those other people and you can't show your true emotions. You know what I mean? That was something that was just a little strange to me personally. But live your life, y'all. I hope you had a great time. Um, Our gal from Alaska who ended up winning one of the swimming races. I really can't remember. Her name was like Lindsay, something like that. Shout out to you, girl. Shout out to you. Put it on for Alaska. They were like, there was only like one Olympic size pool in the entire state of Alaska. And she brought home gold. Shout out to her. I think she was like 17, 19, something like that. You go, gal. You bring that You bring that medal back to Alaska and put Alaska on the map, even though no one's about to go to Alaska and become an Olympic swimmer. That just ain't going to happen. Shout out to Sydney McLaughlin for winning the 100-meter hurdles. She did it. She killed it. She was 21. Now she's 22 because her birthday happened like two days ago. But I thought Sis was like older than that. That really, you know, makes me put my life in perspective. Like, Sis, what are we doing? We're not winning Olympic medals. We're not breaking our own world records back to back come on to her and shout out to Dayla Muhammad too because she she's been killing it like Sydney was just out here running different in these Olympics because she technically she Dayla Muhammad not she Sydney Muhammad Dayla Muhammad broke um Sydney's past world record as you know Sydney did as well so shout out to her you did great girl you did great you got your gold medal with the women's 4 by 400 as well shout out to our man Noah Fink he came back and won the 1500 meter swimmer thing and I I counted him out I was like this man is not gonna win this is awful for America y'all are really choking it up at this Olympics but he came back and he did it and he won the gold medal I had no faith I had no faith in you Mr. Noah but you did it and I was very proud I was I was full-on proud to be an American I tell you that was that was fun for me as well and I guess we have to give a little shout out to the men's uh you know U.S. basketball team because few episodes ago I was counting you out and I'm still shocked you won gold but I'm also not kind of shocked you won gold because Mr. Kevin Durant put the entire team on his back and he was like I'm winning this gold medal I did not come all the way to Tokyo and not win a gold medal but shout out to them I mean they were better than everyone else I really really wanted to see Luca versus Katie in the gold medal match like that would have been oh my god that would have been so good but you don't get everything you wish for also shout out to Patty Mills Joe Ingles 
and all the rest of the people who played for Australia, they got bronze. They brought home bronze. France got silver. And I, I that was like the first medal like Australia ever got. Joe Ingles was like crying. He was a hot mess. Patty Mills was so happy because, you know, him and Katie, they're going to be in Brooklyn now. It was very fun. I do have to say the Olympics were fun. It was a good time had by all. But also I'm glad it's over because now I don't wake up at five o'clock every day to watch the things live. So shout out to us. Shout out to America because they did it. They pulled it out. They won like all the medal count by like a lot, but they won the gold medal count by one medal. And most of the gold medals were won by who people? The ladies. So one time up for the ladies that went to the Olympics and you killed it. You did it. Shout out to you ladies. As everyone knows now, NBA free agency is coming up. It's going around. People are popping over here, popping over there. The Lakers have formed their own kind of sort of version of an old man super team. And I'm here for it. I'm here for Russell Westbrook going back home to UCLA, putting it on for his city. You got LeBron, you got him, you got Carmelo Anthony. It's just kind of like the fun team. And I really do think they could win. I think it would be fun and exciting to see them win. They even got Malik Monk, who's 20-something years old, signing a veteran minimum to play. Like, this man is ring-chasing at, like, 20-something years old. And if I was his agent or any form of his representative, I would have been so mad at him. Because now, when it's over, it's going to be very hard to try to sell you. So he's going to have to play an amazing season. I mean, an amazing season coming up for him. And you got Kyle Lowry going to Miami Heat. You got DeMar going to Chicago. You got Lonzo going to Chicago. It's going to be a very fun season. I do have to say, as y'all know, all this past NBA season, I was very against the NBA and I was ready for it to be over. But with all these trades and all these things, you know, you need it time away from basketball, the NBA, all those things. You need it time away. And I'm, I'm excited to see what next season brings. I know it starts in like two months so that's not very far off and I'm excited I don't know what's gonna happen Chris Paul staying in um Phoenix are we gonna get like the big Carmelo LeBron versus Chris Paul the battle of the banana boat minus the way because he retired I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen but I'm excited and I think that the NBA since it's gonna be like a full season they even kind of addressed it Adam Silver a little bit at the end after the Bucks won that like this season wasn't the best. It wasn't our best performance, but we're still going to go out here and we're still going to kill it. And I'm excited to see what 2021-2022 has in store for the NBA because a lot of these draft picks, like they're killing it in the summer league this week. I've, I Let me not lie. I only watched like three games. So the ones that I've seen, they've been doing really well in. I saw Jalen Suggs. For the Orlando Magic, also known as Mr. Epcot, Mr. Illuminal Full. If you know, you know, check out the YouTube channel. Me, the girl who taught sports, a.k.a. Sam, Sporty Jordy, a.k.a. Jordan, and our queen, Sterling Sidebottom. We did a little ranking the 2021 NBA Draft Outfits video. So make sure you check that out if you didn't already. Because if you haven't, are you a real one? And they're doing very well. I've seen him, Cade Cunningham. I think that's it. Because I was going to watch Jalen Green, but when I turned it to it, it was already over. Because I got my times confused, which is on me. Nothing against them. It was on me. So, I'm excited. The Summer League actually is kind of fun because of the three games that I've watched. They've been kind of close. And I did watch Jello, also known as Liangelo Ball. He 
really bought out. Like he's killing it in the summer league. And I, I hope he gets a contract. He almost got a contract last year, but got waved off. So all the best of luck to the ball people. Cause they're really, they're having the summer of their lives. The NFL is knocking on our door. Preseason started last week. And I'm not really going to talk about preseason games because I truly don't care. Truly don't care about preseason games. But the Hall of Fame, you know, all those people got inducted. Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Edrin James. I always say his name wrong. I know you're, you're someone's going to tell me how to say it, and I'm sorry. But I'll, if you're watching the video, I'll pop a picture up here so you know who I'm talking about. But his speech, 10 out of 10. Honestly, the best Hall of Fame speech I ever heard in my life. Did I watch it live? No. Did I watch the clips? Yes. Best Hall of Fame speech ever. Him and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning had a nice little bit at the end talking about chasing your dreams, making the NFL better, making it safe, making it more attainable for more people. Shout out to him and Peyton. Obviously the best speech. Calvin Johnson looked like a kid in the candy store. He was so happy to be there. And I'm so happy for him. The Cowboys are going to be on Hard Knocks. I've decided to extend my HBO Max subscription past the free month so I can watch it and make sure you're tuned in to the Instagram because I'll be making reels or IGTVs haven't decided it's going to be like the world's shortest IGTV if I do decide to make IGTVs but some form of Instagram content around Heart Knock so make sure you're following over there you got the notifications on all that good stuff because I think it's going to be great I watched last season's Hard Knocks, like the LA version with the Chargers and the Rams the past few days. It was great. One of the things I forgot about Hard Knocks is that it's during preseason. So they show the people who don't make the team. And it really, you know, got me in a funky mood. And I was, because you can invest in people like the guy that had the two pig and like that was his thing. But he made the practice squad and all the other people. So that was like literally a year ago. So we're not going to talk about it. But I'm excited. Yeah, that's all I got this week. Make sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe, wherever you decide to listen to your podcast at. Head on over to Instagram and follow at Her Sports Convo to stay up to date on all things Her Sports Convo. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Her Sports Convo. New videos every Monday and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Thursday videos are the podcast videos. So if you like to watch me talk, if you're listening on the audio version, do that. And as always, be safe, have fun, and don't be afraid to join the convo.